0: Welcome to another podcast. I'm your host, Jordan Bowles, and I'm here with John Gerlach. It's so good to have you, John. How you been doing? Yeah, I lost the doctor, man. Oh, man. Okay, well, you want to redo it? (laughs) Let's redo it. No, it's it's so good to be here with you, John, and today's topic is pain and suffering. Uh, This is something that kind of resonates with me, and hopefully it resonates with you, but um, we're going to be talking about pain and suffering and how that can make us doubt and question God. Or how we can actually see him better through it. So, John, let's let's just dive into that.
1: Yeah, yeah I, I, just think, I just think everybody's going to walk through pain and suffering. Yeah. So, what's God's plan in that? I've, I've seen people become bitter. Yeah. I've seen people grow. You know, so you know, and the, so how do we know? And which how do we get on the right path? And, yes. and Romans talks about this a whole lot. The reality is. And there's that little misconception that, you know, we've all heard that well, you're a follower of Jesus. There's some people expect, well, that means everything's going to be great, great and yeah. smooth for me. But actually, that is not the reality. Mm-hmm. So Jesus had just told us, I mean, all throughout Scripture, we're told pain and suffering is going to be part of our life. I mean, yes. John sixteen thirty three, Jesus said, you know, in this world, you're going to have trouble.
0: Yeah.
1: You are going to have trouble, but I have overcome the world. Mm-hmm. And I think it leads us, the Romans part of this is uh, Romans 8.28, where it talks about the whole process of in all things. God works for the good in all That's things. Right. And a big part of that all things is is pain and suffering. Yes. So it, it is a really important key fork in the road. Mm-hmm. We're going to be in pain and suffering, so how do we not allow that to take us down the wrong fork of the road? Mm-hmm. And you know, you've seen it and I've seen it yeah. just how destructive in somebody's life. I mean they 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 kind of mark their whole life from right this thing happened and from that point on I and you know, so for some people they walked away from God yeah. and I mean you, that's huge. It was, I mean so a point for them. so it's yeah. a turning point, yeah, that bad turning point. And then there's people that that was a great turning point for mm. them. They grew in their faith, they trusted God more they had a different perspective. God did bring the good. The good was there and yeah. they and they got to it. So, yeah. I think what we're talking about today is a big deal because it's how do, how do we do that and how do we get there? I remember you talked about last podcast as
0: as you said the, the one of the key things in Romans 8:28 is those who love him, right? Right. And when you look, at, you know, when I was looking through scripture, I've noticed that everyone that loves God, you know, the gifts are without repentance. God's going to use you in some form or fashion if you love him for his will. And no matter what, you're going to have to go through some pain and suffering because if we want to be like Christ, there's going to be some pain. And you notice throughout the Bible that there's many biblical characters that kind of have this wilderness stage in their life where God is its a test. Exactly and right. so, what are some biblical um, sufferings, and what are some types of sufferings that we see throughout the Bible? The
1: Bible. Yeah, I think it helps everybody understand this a little bit, and I, I want this to be a tool for folks that are listening to to the podcast right now to just um, help with their own suffering, but also to be able to help somebody else yes. when they're going through suffering and how to pray for somebody. So here's some just some different categories. The first one is what I I call on the blog I call it creation suffering and Mm -hmm. basically this is a really big category that basically says all of creation is tainted infected because of sin so you got stuff like natural disasters diseases death you know death was never the plan I mean if we're garden of eden there was going to be no death and so that's all part of that category. So that's the one I think a lot of people struggle with like it seems random or but it's it truly is I think that I think the big deal there is that we underestimate the power of sin. Mm-hmm. I mean sin is messes stuff up and this is how badly things were messed up just cuz sins in the picture.
0: Texas must have had some pretty bad sin because there's some horrible stickers when you walk outside. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Just kidding. So and another one is just – and we've got to be real about some of this. Some mm-hmm. of this, some of the, our pain and suffering we cause. Wow. I mean, we do it. I mean, I made a bad choice. I sinned, mm-hmm. and I have uh, – I mean, in, there's going to be collateral damage. There's going to be effect on me. There's going to be effect on people around me, people that love me. I mean, I can – and, you know, I always – I always talk about, you know, in staff, you've heard me talk about it, that I don't want Crestview to be on the front page right? because if we're on the front page, there's something bad that's happened, and there will be lots of ripples. Mm-hmm. If, if I, any leader, any person at any level, there's always ripples that affect a lot of people. So some of it we bring. Some of it is brought to us. And I'm calling that one victim suffering. And this is where you have things like abuse, mm-hmm. trauma, oppression, uh, other forms of hurt. This is where somebody chose to sin, and in, and it was toward us. Wow. And so you got that. Then you have you have empathetic suffering, which is basically we suffer because someone we love is suffering. Wow. Uh, we it it spills out on us, and I mean that that's going to happen. And then there's This one's a little different, and it's collective suffering, and it's just that we suffer because we're part of a group. Maybe our family, you know, our whole family's hurting right now, kind of a statement. Our whole nation is hurting right now. And then there's, you know, different ethnic groups. I know, I think that's part of the deal about racism is that there is some, we feel pain, not because of the group, because of this group that I am part of. And so... When the group hurts, we all hurt. So uh, that's just to me to kind of let's, let's dig down into suffering a little bit and talk about different types. So that's just to help people that. be able to pray for somebody else.
0: That's going to help a lot of people, John, I think, that are listening today. What are some um, practical principles that we can do uh, as we walk through this pain? Like if someone were to come to you and say, John, I'm going through this hard time. I'm going through the hardship. I'm feeling a lot of pain right now. What would you tell them? them.
1: Yeah, great way to set it up. I mean, to me, this is kind of an, If if I'm in, uh, somebody said, "Hey, let's go get coffee." We're in a coffee shop, and I'm they're saying, "Tell me how to walk through this." This is what I would tell them. The first thing I tell them, and this is so key, is you you bring your pain to God. You don't run from God. Wow, and That's that good. there there will always be the temptation to run from God. It's just gonna, and the reason God wants us to run to Him is, that's how we know His peace, His healing. I mean, you know, one of my favorite verses and a great verse that talks about that, Psalm thirty-four eighteen that says, the Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. Yeah. So He's close, but we can run from Him, and yeah. so it's not running from Him. So that's a big, that's, that's, a big that's one of the real big ones. Yeah. Um, and to me, for one of the things I always... You know, enjoy about worship so much and how God uses it in my own life is it does make me go, God, you got this. Yeah. I, it's not my strength, it's your strength. I, it's that refocusing that worship does all the time. And it's, and it's such a great privilege to be able
0: to. Absolutely. I think one of the biggest things that Christians forget is that, and this is something that I've been telling the saints here at, at Crestview, is that while we're on this earth, this is the only chance that we get to worship through pain. Like when we're in heaven, like all the tears, all the heartache, all the things that we've been through, like that's going to be wiped away. And even if you look at the biblical principle is what what we're talking about, you see people worshiping through pain. You see King David worshiping through pain, um, asking God, what should I do in the midst of his heartache? The worst times you see Paul and Silas worshiping. Through pain, like yeah. it's it's a biblical principle that we need to adjust and say, "Hey, uh, you know, I don't have the strength to lift my hands. I don't have the strength to sing. I don't have the strength to come to church." But this is the only chance that we get to do that through those lies, and yeah, I think I, that's I a think huge so point.
1: I, and I, and you know the stories, and I do too. I know people who have are in pain and suffering, and have literally gone. I just yes. like you described. I can't do anything. Yeah. I can't even sing. I can't even. Mm-hmm. But because I was in worship and around worship god used that in my life and gave me a great different perspective and sometimes that's all you can do but you got don't disconnect from that right and i think one final thing would be simply our pain and suffering will not last forever Mm. i you know i think i'm just going to go there about this one topic but i i just you know, the the cliche about suicide is it's a short term solution, you know, I mean it's a final solution to what is always going to be a short term problem. Yeah. And so you've got and you know, that's kind of the ultimate on pain and suffering, I think, but it, it will not last forever. And you know, the Bible promises that. I mean, he promises he's gonna wipe away every tear. I'm so full of tears, how can that ever happen? God's promise he will wipe away every tear here Mm. and so I think we remember our suffering perhaps in eternity but it's framed up a whole different way in a whole Mm. different place and I think we have to go this is for a season and I have to it's not going to feel like it yeah it won't feel like it but we have to go this is for a season that's where all those that other perspective helps us you know especially other people
0: I love what you said. It's it's a seasonal thing, and we're going to get through it. Well, to the listener today, thank you so much for tuning in and listening, John. Thank you so much for, for talking to us about this and helping us apply these biblical principles to our life. And I just pray that it helps you. And just know that um, joy is coming. Thank you so much. We hope to see you next week. God bless.